Hello and welcome to the Product Biz Podcast. I am so excited to be chatting with you today for episode 19, three hacks to add to your Etsy listing description. This is going to be a super quick episode. I'm actually in the process of moving from Chicago to Scottsdale. So today, tomorrow, we are packing up and then we are making the three-day drive from Chicago to Scottsdale. So I'm going to keep this super quick, super to the point, so you can learn something super valuable, um, but also so I have a little bit time to get back to packing. But as I promised you, I want to give episodes every single week to keep sharing this knowledge with you to keep helping you along your small business journey. So I'm here today, but just doing it in a little bit of a micro dose. So with that, let's dive right in to your Etsy listing description. We're going to skip the intro. We're going to skip the listener of the week, and we are going to jump right to it. So just to level set, when we think about Etsy, there are three main components. Those are the photos, the description, and the reviews. So if you listened to two episodes ago, I talked all about the photos and what you need in the photos and how we can reinforce information through the photos. Well, our listings are going to do the same thing. And essentially what you want is all this key information that you want customers to know about your products. You want it to live in your description. You want it to live in your photos And you want it to live in your reviews because certain people buy in certain ways. Some people only look through the photos. Some people like to read every single word of the description. Some people jump right to the reviews. So if there's key information that your customers need to know about your product, we have to educate them in all three of those places. That is the key because then we're not potentially dropping the ball or missing someone or missing a key piece of information that someone, depending on where they like to learn, may have not been able to see it because it's not there. So that's the overall strategy that I'm sharing with you here. And I encourage you to listen two episodes back. I believe it was episode number 17 about the photos that you need and how we can educate through the photos and how we can reinforce this information through the photos. So when we talk specifically about the description of your product on Etsy, on your Etsy listing, a lot of people make the mistake of only describing their product. And they put all the information about their product, the benefits, the details, instructions, and that's it. And that's the logical thing to do, right? Like product description, let's describe our product. Let's add the marketing words to describe our product that our people then want to buy that product. But this is such a critical place to continue to provide more information, to build trust, to reinforce your customers' expectations, for them to feel confident to add it to their cart and then end up purchasing. So another thing I like to mention right off the bat, if you are getting a lot of views, if you're getting a lot of favorites, if you're getting a lot of people who are interacting with your Etsy listing, but they're not actually purchasing it, this could be one of those components where we're missing a key place to educate and a key place to share information, to build trust, confirm expectations, and actually get the sale. So right off the bat, I do want to mention, yes, you need your product description on your Etsy listing. That's a given. You need to describe the product, its benefits, its features, the ingredients, instructions, whatever is super particular to that product, you want to make sure you have that in your listing. And that's also something that you have on your website. And that's also key information you should be sharing on social media as you talk about your products too, right? 
But there's a couple key pieces of information that we want to also have in the description, which I'm going to share with you now. So the first one, right underneath your product information, what I want you to add to your Etsy listing is your shipping information. So for example, you can have something that says shipping, and then right away you say, we are dedicated to ship your order as quickly as possible. All orders will ship within one to three business days. All orders are shipped with tracking information via USPS first class mail. International shipping times will vary. That's an example of what I have on mine. So I have the description of the product and right underneath in my Etsy listing description, I talk about shipping. Now you might be wondering, well, if the customer just scrolls down, it gives them an estimated shipping date. It gives the shipping information. It already has that. But the three main places that people look for information are the photos, the description, and the reviews. So yes, there are other places on Etsy where it may say the shipping time and the estimated delivery date, but we want to make sure we're giving as much information as possible right up front to confirm the customer's expectations. Shipping is super important because we live in a world where people want things instantaneously. So if you aren't proactively mentioning your shipping rates, then people are going to assume that they may not get it in time. They'll be waiting for a few weeks. They may just not know what to expect. And if they don't know what to expect, they don't buy. So this is all about confirming expectations and making sure we're being upfront with every single detail that a customer may need. So I encourage you to add your shipping information to your product description, to your listing description on Etsy. And when we think about the reviews also having this information, it's super interesting because a lot of customers will mention, oh, it shipped super fast. It shipped within hours of my purchase. It shipped right on time. So now you can see we're starting to have that information also in the reviews based on what people are saying about the product. And it's reinforcing in that specific place too. So that's number one of what you should add to your product description. Number two, this is also equally as important for similar reasons, which is your return policy. This should be right underneath in your description because similarly, a lot of people, if they're not small business owners, if they don't know how much work goes into running a small business, they may have some hesitation on what if the product isn't what I like? What if this small business isn't real? What if I pay and I get something different? What if my expectations aren't met? So when we put the return policy in the description, we're building trust. Because we're telling the customer right up front, and this is my example, if for any reason you are unsatisfied with the item you buy, please contact us. So I'm not saying no returns. I'm not saying if it's broken, let me know. If it doesn't arrive in time, let me know. If USPS loses it, let me know. I'm just saying, hey, if there's any reason at all that you are unsatisfied, please contact us. Please let me know. I want to fix it. I'm here to help you. You can trust me. And we're being proactive with saying this right up front. So we're building that trust with the customer. And again, it's super interesting in the reviews. If you have any reviews that say, oh, you know, I bought an item and it didn't arrive. It got lost in the mail, but they sent me a replacement. Or, oh, I bought an item and it arrived broken and they sent me a replacement. Now you can see how we're getting that type of information in multiple places. 
Obviously, with the reviews, you can't control the reviews that you get. But obviously, as well, the customer service experience will dictate the type of reviews that people leave. So we're being specific in our description with what we have control over, what we can type in there. But our customer service should lead customers to also leave a review mirroring how we treat them, mirroring the shipping, the return policy, and their experience with buying from us. But just to show a little bit more intricacy on how this web of photos, description, and reviews all need to be super interconnected to build that trust with your customers. And the third thing I want to mention here, which is helping to increase your sales, for people to know more about your business, for people to see what else you offer, is you should have something that says, see the full collection here, linking to your Etsy shop, your, your total Etsy shop where people can browse all, all your listings. Or you should link an upsell. Or if there's a product in one of your images, you can say this product goes great with X. Think through different ways of how you can encourage someone to purchase more than one item from you if they're reading the description. So if they are reading about your facial serum and it's a super easy upsell to say if you're also struggling with dry skin... Add our avocado and algae face mask to use before the facial serum for an even brighter glow and softer skin. So what are you doing to encourage them to shop more of your listings, to get to know more about your business, for them to see more of your listings and your entire collection so then they know, hey, this is a real business. And look, they have all these products and it's building trust. It's encouraging them to purchase more. And it's also confirming their expectations of, yes, this is a real business. It's super interesting. Before I started running my business, whenever I would shop on Etsy, I was a little skeptical sometimes. And I think this is probably normal. Like I was mentioning earlier, people who don't run a small business don't realize how much work goes into it. So before I owned my small business, I would be on Etsy and I would be like, okay, you know, is this really going to be what I expect it to be? Am I going to get something else in the mail? Does this really work like they say it works? And it's just a lot of skepticism, right? But when we show people like, hey, this is a full business. Here are all my listings. Shop the full collection. Check out my business here. And that's more trust that this person actually runs a credible small business. They have 10, 15 items. It's not just this one odd item that they're selling. They have a full collection. They have a full business. They have a full shop. In that same vein, a couple extra bonuses, if you want to add these to your description, as we talk about like reinforcing that we're a business, you can also say follow us on Instagram and have your Instagram handle in your description. Because then if someone sees that and actually looks for your business on Instagram and your Instagram is cohesive and professional and it shows what you sell, but also has behind the scenes of you and your personality, That builds trust with that customer too. And you can even have a little blurb about your business in your description too. So I have about plant-based beauty, two sentences about who we are and what we stand for to build that trust with the customer too. So if you attended my free Etsy webinar, how to get your products seen on Etsy, you know that I have a three-part method that I created, which is how to get your products seen, how to get more sales, really the overall strategy for Etsy. And today in this podcast episode, we talked a lot about C and T from that three-part ACT method. 
confirming the customer's expectation and giving trust to the customer. So C is confirmation, confirm expectations, and T is trust. And these are two critical components for people to purchase your products. If they have any question at all, if there's an expectation that hasn't been clearly confirmed, they're not going to buy. If they don't trust, if they're not sure the shipping, if they're not sure the return policy, if they're not sure if you're a credible business, which I know you are a credible business, but when we think about potential customers who don't know anything about the small business world, they may be skeptical, right? So if you're instilling trust by mentioning your shipping policy, your return policy, that's trust too, right? If you're mentioning more about your business and your Instagram page and shop the full collection, that's also building trust. So there's multiple ways to provide our customers with the information they need. And this goes back to really stepping back. We're so involved in our own business and in our own products that we forget what people need to know about them. We forget what we need to share, what we need to mention, what we need to educate customers about. So it's really looking at your products, at your listings from this view of never having seen them before and coming across them for the first time, pretending you're a customer, pretending you have no idea what this business is, who runs this business, how much blood, sweat, and tears goes into this business, and what questions do you have? from that lens, from that point of view. And that's something that we do inside Etsy Algorithm Secrets. We have Etsy audit hours where the small businesses inside my program will pull up their listings. Everyone on the call can give feedback. You have basically 10 pairs of eyes or however many people are on the call who are potential new customers who don't know your business, who are new to the products that you sell, providing feedback about what you could potentially change, what you could update, what's not clear. And of course, I'm there guiding and giving feedback on that topic too, across the board. And that's one of the most valuable things that you can have is a support network of other small business owners, people helping you, people lifting you up, people giving you feedback, giving you guidance. And that's why every single episode I talk about one of my programs, because I just know how impactful and important it actually is. So with that, I just wanted to keep this super short and sweet and mention three hacks on what you should have in your Etsy listing description. We talked about the shipping policy. We talked about the return policy. And we talked about making sure people know that you are a business by linking your Etsy shop, your full collection, by linking an upsell or a cross-sell, by a small blurb about your business, by listing your Instagram handle. That one, there's, there's a couple things nestled into that. But getting people to know more about your business and what you offer. Those are three things that you can add on top of, obviously, the description, the instruction, the ingredients, what people need to know about your specific product. But these three additional things to add, build that trust, confirm those expectations, and that's how you turn those views, those favorites into actual sales. So I hope this was valuable. I would love to know if you thought this was helpful. I would love to know if you like this shorter format. I think I made you maybe once a month a very like quick tip and keep it short and sweet and just deliver that value to you. So either way, please let me know on Instagram, DM me at Monica Little Coaching. And if this was insightful, if you found some value in this, then please leave me a five-star review as well. I would appreciate it so much. But otherwise, as always, you heard me talk about my Etsy webinar, how to get your products seen on Etsy. 
If you haven't watched it yet, what are you waiting for? Please go to monicalittlecoaching.com slash Etsy webinar and you can sign up, learn more about the ACT method, learn more about overall Etsy strategy and how to get your products in front of more people, get more sales, and really round out the rest of this year and get your Etsy shop ready for this year, next year, and onwards from that point on. Well, with that, thank you so much. I am going to get back to packing and I will talk to you all next week as I'm recording from my new home in Scottsdale, Arizona. So thank you so much for your time and I will talk to you so soon. I want to exclusively invite you to my free training happening on Monday, May 20th at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific, where you will learn how to create a thriving handmade business without relying on markets. Now, if you're like most small business owners that I work with, chances are when you're at a market selling in person, talking to a customer, and that customer has a chance to see, touch, feel, smell, try your product and ask you questions, then the sales come somewhat easy. However, when it comes to creating that type of online sales and that online environment, when customers are finding your products and purchasing your products and having that come easy, it may be a totally different story, which is exactly why I'm hosting this free training that you can register for at monicalittlecoaching.com slash live. You're going to learn how to actually stand out in a saturated online space so you can connect with online shoppers over your competitors to actually get more online sales and carve out a space for you on the internet. That is what we're going to be talking about in this free training on how to create a thriving handmade business without relying on markets. I hope to see you there on May 20th at 11 o'clock a.m. Pacific. This is a one-time free live event. You better get you over to monicalittlecoaching.com slash live so you can register and get the details and I can't wait to see you there.